Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Doom Room. I'm your buddy Kent. It's my buddy Nick. Hey. Guys, we got a good one for you now. Today, we're going to be talking about a classic film, Jason and the Argonauts, man. One of the best movies of all time. A lot of people may not think so because of the data graphics, but I love this movie. Good story, good acting. It is some data graphics and a lot of data stuff in there, but still, man. This movie set the path forward for a lot of other great films. And was this Ray Harryhausen's like, big break, or was this... Uh, he's been making movies for a while at this point. Yeah, when Jason the Argonauts finally came out, 1963, he had already been known for his special effects and previous movies, but this movie was... I mean, just some scripts are better than others. This one was a much better script than any other film he's made before. Some of his best work. I mean, that's the thing with graphics like these. Like, they're dated. That's half the charm to these movies. Dude went all out with this film. That skeleton scene at the end and the Hydra scene. Back in those days, no one could match it. It's clay animation, right? Right. It's, um, they called it dynamation, which they just, that's just a fancy word that they just claim. So people, you couldn't call it animation because people always, thought animation just meant a cartoon back then, so they wouldn't want to go see it. So they called it Dynamation, which all it was is stop that? motion. He made he made these models, and they was all stop motion interwove with um, live action. And for how he did it, it was primitive, but dang, it was effective. Oh, yeah, dude. Look, I can definitely see some people back in. He said it came out in 63. I can definitely see people having their minds blown back then by the graphics. Oh, yeah, before you had the CGI miracle which some call it a miracle, some call it sin. You got your modern miracles like Avatar, Jurassic Park, but some movies just look so fake with bad CGI. But Bro, before all that... Scorpion King with The Rock, that oh. CGI gave me eye cancer. Thankfully, The Rock survived that, though. He's doing oh, man. pretty I damn awesome. I back, in then, back then, I didn't think too much of him because he was in that movie. But now... The rock eye candy is that how you that's how you sell movies. I go see a movie just has there's cause it has the rock in it now. Joker wow. is hilarious. He's a good actor and he's easy to root for. I went and saw Rampage. Well, I rented it. I didn't go to the theaters to see it. Shit movie, but still entertaining. Yeah. A rock I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, he was in it's it. Oh rock exploitation film. You gotta exploit <laughs> the rock to sell them tickets. As long as you pay him, he don't mind. You know, that was a second video game movie he did, because you know he was in that movie, that shitty remake of Doom. Oh, yeah. That movie was terrible. The only interesting thing about that movie is like the last 10 minutes of it. Yeah. It's the first person that goes around shooting people. Yeah, people. some people hate it for that reason. I thought it was the only entertaining part of the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it was just, just garbage. But back to Jason and the Argonauts. Pretty much, it's a quest. Jason, his, I guess his kingdom or whatever, gets attacked. And he has to go on a quest to get some shit. See, I already forgot it, guys. What was he? What does he have to go get? Pretty much, um, he's going to go get the Golden Fleece. It's Greek mythology. He's going to go retrieve the Golden Fleece so he can inspire the people to rise up against the king who took over the city when he was just a boy. It's kind of a simple plot, but also complicated. And you get into the Greek mythology, gods, goddesses, the monsters, which is like the highlight of the movie. Oh, Talos, that giant statue, like picking up a toy, like picking up a boat and throwing it. 
Yeah, that was pretty cool. I enjoyed when he was actually going around getting the Argonauts. The Argonauts are just pretty much the people that join him on his quest. Right. He gets Hercules. This other guy, I forget his name, but basically his boat was full and this guy showed up late because it had a contest. Custis. He was worthy. Yeah, Custis. To see who was worthy to go on the journey with him. And they had to throw this discus. It's a disc. It's a giant frisbee, okay? They had to skip that shit across the ocean and hit a rock. Well, you know, Hercules ass, he just chunked it and hit it. And everybody's like, ooh, ah. It's very, the animation in this part is pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but what's his name? Uh, the little guy that was competing. Custis. Custis. He's like, watch this shit. And he goes, you got to hit that rock in the ocean if you want to come with us. Custis is like, I got you, man. He fucking skipped it. Like anybody in history has ever skipped a rock, he skipped it and hit it. And it blew their damn minds that he thought of skipping the frisbee. That part, like, man, it cracks me up because, like, who would have thought this guy would have thought of skipping a frisbee? It's like the very first time in history someone skipped a rock across the water. That shit had me laughing, dude. Hey, but it was entertaining, though. (laughs) It was. was And um, Hercules went, like, when his character just comes on, he just comes in just tossing everybody around. Everybody's, like, laughing and giggling about it. I'm like, what the? fuck's wrong with these people (laughs) it's crazy man and one scene like when he had to fight those bats i guess they're called imps what were they oh yeah the imps uh that was tormenting the blind man dude this blind dude's just trying to eat some fruit these damn imps won't leave him the hell alone it's not like they ever would kill him it's just imagine you're blind you can't see shit and you're trying to eat an apple and some man with demon wings comes down and like slaps shit out of your hand Right. You can't Take, do nothing. Takes the food from you, pushes you to the ground, and then eats your food. Yeah, and you're blind, can't do shit. So thankfully, Jason and his Argonauts, man, they come to the rescue. But that scene had to take Ray forever to animate. Oh, man. Like, that one, stop motion, especially because it was flying, stop motion to animate when you're flying. Just imagine you're hanging something by a wire. And you got to do the stop motion. So you got to make sure you're moving the puppet or armature and making sure you don't move where it's floating too much. Blows my mind the patience the man must have had. Talking about patience and that skeleton scene at the very end, he said it took him four months to animate. Can you just, and that's day and night, like working on it. He slept in the studio because you're written out the studio. You can't exactly move it and put and make sure it's back in the same exact place that you left it uh dude had to marathon this stuff bro you for real he was sleeping there during that four months he would sleep in there he had assistance he would he would trade out with but he would he would animate it all himself he wouldn't he didn't let nobody help him until clash of the titans which was his last movie he did that's because he got on up there in age and couldn't do it as much and that movie was pretty good too it was a pretty demanding movie but Jason and the Argonauts is still considered his best movie um, just because of the script, the amount of animation he had to do, and the level of acting. He had some pretty good actors, Todd Armstrong and uh, Gary um, Raymond. Damn, dude. And it's amazing, like, how many nods Ray gets nowadays, even. Like, he's really left an impression on today's directors and film creators, you know, and artists. Right, like Tim Burton, Gerald Del Toro. All them, like everybody in some, James Cameron, everybody in some way pays homage to Ray Harryhausen. Steven Spielberg, they're brilliant in their own way, but they had to be a guy to do it first. And Ray was the first. Man, from there, what was his next film? 
after um, Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. How how long was his career? Like, yeah. Uh... 81 was his last um 81 or 82 was his last film. Yeah. But before um Jason and the Argonauts, he was known for more sci-fi, but he went he kind of went back towards sci-fi with um right after Jason Argonaut First Man in the Moon, which was it was all right, but another movie I want to talk about one day is his next film in 1966, 1 million years BC. If you oh. ain't, if this movie, like you may not even know what this movie is, but I promise you, you've seen the poster somewhere. Is That's this the one with Raquel Welch in the leather bikini with the di- standing in front of the poster with the dinosaurs fighting behind her. <laughs> Bro, like it's hard not to get a chub looking at this poster unless just being real with you, Raquel Welch. And there wasn't no dialogue in that movie, right? None. It was cave people like grunting at each other that's for sure but nah it's like you had raquel welch as eye candy and then you had the dinosaurs like that ray harryhausen animated which looked amazing and actually like you know before modern science showed us all what dinosaurs more looks like kind of looked like more or less back in the day no one really knew and ray harryhausen had the best examples of model dinosaurs. That's most of what his movies were. And like right after one million years BC, he did the Valley of Guanji, which was an amazing movie as well. A dinosaur. I re- I definitely want to talk about one million years BC. It was made by the British company hammer who also, um, all the horror films with Christopher Lee and Peter Cushion. In fact, there's an episode on Christopher Lee that we did that y'all should check out. Definitely. Yes. That dude is so freaking interesting. It makes me feel bad about my life, man. Talk I about haven't it. done near as much. Talking about these great people, Ray Harryhausen and Christopher Lee, just on a different level. It is, man. It's really amazing what these people accomplish and expire. I think that's a good stopping point for the day. Um, everybody <laughs> enjoyed it. We'll definitely cover some more Ray Harryhausen later yeah, on. I really want to do this Clash of the uh, Titans, man. That I movie mean, was great. Yes, dude. The remakes was okay. but I, I didn't like them, especially The Wrath of the Titans. That was just dog shit. Yeah, I don't remember that much, but... That that scene, though, where Medusa was slowly moving out through that dark area, that shit scared the hell out of me as a child. Yeah, dude, Medusa is pretty damn scary. Jason Argonauts, check check it out. out. It's definitely worth the rent on Voodoo. You could probably rent it from anywhere for about 2 or $3. Yeah, that's about what it cost me. I think it was two ninety nine. Definitely worth the time. All right, guys, thanks for stepping into the Doom Room. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode of the Doomer Production Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and we hope to see you back next time. Yeah, and be sure to follow us on our Facebook and Instagram, Doom Room Productions. We'll uh, be releasing our schedules for our upcoming podcast. And be sure to check out the cool pictures that Nick posts. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Later. See ya.